Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ, therefore, forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bashed, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. Listen and enjoy this latest episode as Pastor Tim answers your sincere questions. Here's Pastor Tim. On this episode of Bible Bash, we will be answering the question, how do I get assurance? And in order to do this, we'll be addressing the topic of the stubborn rebel. Uh, now, there are many people in the Christian life who uh, basically have asked God to forgive them of their sins, and they trust that Jesus Christ is their Savior, and yet they have no assurance. And the reason why they don't have assurance is because they're engaging in heavy... Uh, heavy-handed, high-handed rebellion against their maker. Uh, so they look to the things that the Bible says, and they're hardening their heart in stubborn rebellion against the things that are written there. And the fruit of that is, as the Bible says, the way of the transgressor is hard. Now, as we said in our main episode on the topic of assurance, uh, there are two types of assurance uh, that you can describe in the Bible. There's what you call objective assurance, and the objective assurance is going to be the type of assurance that comes from a confident trust uh, that Jesus Christ died to save the wicked. Uh, but then you have the subjective means of assurance, and the subjective means of assurance have to do with our obedience. Uh, so First John will tell us, how do we know that we know Him? We know that we know Him. You know, we know that we're Christians if we keep His commandments. But anyone who says he knows Him but doesn't keep His commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in us. Uh, the reason why that's the case is because that if God actually saves a man, He not only saves him from the penalty of sin, but also the power of sin in his life. And so if you're an individual who is claiming to be a Christian, which means to be a Christ follower, and you're rejecting everything that you find in the Bible, particularly when it's hard or inconvenient to you, you're calling into question this fundamental commitment to the Lordship of Christ that you say that you are embracing. Now, uh, you know, as you read through the Bible, there's many individuals who are what you might describe as the stubborn rebel. And we see that, we see many of scriptural examples of individuals just like that. And we also see many examples in our own life of individuals who basically are claiming the name of Christ, but then are engaging in soul-destroying, high-handed uh, rebellion against God. Uh, but one of the things to realize about this is the Bible will tell us that 
basically good understanding gives favor, but the way of the transgressor is hard. If you are an individual who is claiming to know the Lord, you're claiming to trust in the promises of God, and you're engaging in high-handed sin, uh, basically the Bible will tell you that that's a hard path to embark on, and there really is no more unhappy individual than the Christian who is uh, living in unrepentant rebellion against God. Uh, now, David, after he sinned with uh, Bathsheba and Uriah, he, he, you can find his words in Psalm 51, 10 through 13, where he says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Uh, cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing, willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners to return to you. Uh, you know, if you're an individual who is a Christian, you're engaging in high-handed rebellion. Uh, one of the things you'll find is that uh, you might, like David, need to be praying a prayer, restore to me the joy of my salvation, because, uh, you know, you're an individual who has basically spit in the face of Christ, and you are, you know, m- mocking him with your actions. And the Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked when a man sows, he will also reap. You know, if we reap... Uh, if we sow to the flesh, we're going to reap to the flesh corruption. And so if we are engaging in the path that David uh, temporarily engaged himself on, there are consequences to that. And some of those consequences are somewhat uh, extreme. Again, you know, David in Psalm 30, 31.9, he says, Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am distressed. I am in distress. My eyes wasted away from grief, my soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Uh, because of all my adversaries, I become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have forgot. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I become like a broken vessel, for I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. Uh, but then notice what he says, But I, I trust in you, O Lord. O Lord, I say, you are my God. Uh, so you know, if you're an individual who basically is described as the stubborn rebel, uh, rebel uh, you might find that you really do not have assurance in the Christian life. And the reason why you don't have assurance is because you have no right to assurance. Uh, there is nothing more incompatible with a fundamental uh, declaration that Jesus is your Lord uh, than to be the kind of individual who is engaging in stubborn and rebellious sin. And when you do, one of the things to realize is that your body might waste away. Uh, the way of the transgressor actually is hard. You might be uh, convinced that if you're engaging in heavy-handed rebellion that you actually have some sort of physical ailment uh, that you are suffering from. And the last thing that you're going to experience if you're engaging in rebellion in that kind of way is a confident expectation or trust that God is for you. And the reason why is because you're, you are denying with your actions what you are confessing with your words. And really, like the, if you want to know how to get assurance in that kind of way, uh, what we have to do in order to help people like that is encourage them to repent. Uh, so what 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 uh, we need to realize is that it's not our job to assure people that they are uh, in Christ, and we do a bad job of this as a church. I mean, there I can't tell you how many times I've heard of individuals who are essentially looking at uh, rebellious sons or and daughters or individuals who are functionally apostatized or not even functionally apostatized at times, who actually apostatize, who actually do no longer identify themselves as Christians, and we will look at them and basically be confident that they are still Christians somehow because they walked an hour, prayed a prayer, did something. Uh, the problem, though, is just to say that fundamentally, 
there are different types of seed, and there are some seeds that fall away, and there are some that are going to bear much fruit. Now, and you can identify a Christian in part by the good fruit that they bear. Now, what that, that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we're going to be saved by our works, but what it does mean is that if God actually does save an individual, He's fundamentally going to put His Holy Spirit inside of them. He's going to transform them. And, and what that means is that it's not that we're going to be sinlessly perfect, uh, but the uh, Christian is not just going to be able to live habitually in sin forever in perpetuity without turning from it at some point. Uh, First John will tell us that no one who makes a practice of sin has been born of God. Uh, you know, the one who makes a practice of sin has neither seen God nor does he know God. So if you're an individual who is living in some kind of temporary practice of sin, if you've made your peace with a certain kind of sin in your life, one of the things you need to realize is that you're never really going to have confident trust that you're a Christian until you repent of that and turn from that. And it's our prayer that you actually do repent of that and turn from that and experience the joy that comes from obedience. Uh, the Bible will tell... Uh, <laughs> The Bible will essentially tell us that we need to repent of our sins and believe the good news. And, and like the old you know, Christian song tells us, we need to trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. And so certainly what we need to, if you're the type of individual who is the stubborn rebel, what you need to do is trust that God will uh, declare you innocent apart from your works and obey, because you're not going to be happy in Jesus unless you trust and obey. That's the point. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.